0: I'm out on the street by the corner store, you know, the one on 15. Got a bright shirt on, so I'm easy to see. I've been down here stranded indefinitely.
1: I can't reach my planet, but I need to leave. You should see these people. It's hard to believe how they treat each other.
2: (laughs) Okay, so abrupt. It's okay. Uh, So, welcome, 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 everybody to the Earth is Ghetto podcast. We are here and the earth is still ghetto and being queer is African. So, because um, there's a reason why I say being queer is African on every single podcast, or at least I try to, because that's exactly what it is. And um, this is one of those episodes where it's going to be your arsenal. Listen, it's okay. No,
3: because that was... <laughs> I don't know why that had That was so good. I was just, okay, fuck it, we're done. That's enough for the
2: video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm finished, okay? We're not going to do a fade-out, bitch.
3: Fuck the fade-out, bitch. It's time to drag some homophobic-ass niggas. And, you know...
2: <laughs> I'm not even... Uh, like, I, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I don't even want to do this. <laughs> I am... I am so fucking sick of these... Um, things that they and they call themselves human beings because I swear from now on you don't think I'm a person I don't think you a person either that's just where we at um but we do have a video and I'm not gonna lie this is gonna hurt everybody's ears um (laughs) it's gonna be very upsetting to listen to but unfortunately we gotta listen to it and we gotta talk about it
4: Uh, the president of Liberia, the president of Tanzania, he threatened Robert Mugabe before he passed away. Do you know what Robert Mugabe said? <laughs> he was no, no saint. Mm-hmm. I have my issues with him, but I also respect the courage that he exemplified the last decade of his life. Robert Mugabe said Barack Obama wants to come to Africa and make all the black men gay. Where is his husband?
5: Mm. But the, reason
4: they will, listen, the reason they want to homosexualize Africa is to bring about the demise of African people. Because if nobody's reproducing, my sister, mm-hmm. if you're not reproducing, because you got a girlfriend, and I'm not reproducing because I got a husband, and he's not reproducing because he married another man, where do the new African babies come from? Where is the new African life? Where is the next generation? The LBGT agenda is not about gay liberation or gay sex, or family rights. It is about the extermination of African people.
3: Okay, so, for the people listening, Dr. Umar is one of those niggas who claim to be pro-black, but it's not for all black people at the same time. Once again, we say it all the time on this show, it is no way in the fuck that you can claim to be pro-black, and that does not include black LGBT people. Do not lump us with the white folks don't stop doing that shit. We do not get a piece of the privileges that they do. So, he claims to be for black people, but at the same time, you're using the same divide and conquer tactics that white supremacy has always done.
2: See. See, see, see. Like I, I really am beginning to really hate these niggas with everything in my spirit. Like every time I get a message that says grand rising, every time we take in one letter I and we spelling it E, Y, E, I don't want to be nobody's Reese's, Preces, Empress, Goddess, whatever tomorrow. I don't. Um, and so and it's more than just being like just, this is really unattractive. How are you getting bitches, sir? Because you hate everybody else you hate everybody else except for straight men and everybody else is supposed to be bowing to you, the straight man. So it's like you are just moving the oppression around. Are we just are we just spreading it around like it's peanut butter? I don't understand. Because everybody needs to get like a taste apparently. Um, and I'll be honest, I don't want to play that shit. That hurt my soul. But we have to know what the enemy is talking about.
3: And the crazy thing is a lot of these hoteps Moors, Hebrew, Israelites, whatever you want to call it. Like a lot of people in the black community who, a lot of people think like that. A lot of cishead black men really believe that that's how it is. And it's like, no, you need to go way further than the Willie Lynch letters.
2: Bro, and I feel like it's also crazy how they use this lack of us producing as like almost this apocalypse like whistle oh like like dog whistle like it is it's very weird whether where the new african babies come from are we taking care of the black babies that are here right now
5: this is talking about new
2: african babies what's happening to the ones that are actually here
3: and what gets me every time is so there are plenty of straight black people who cannot reproduce as well and there are plenty of straight black people who just do not want to fucking reproduce. So are they not natural either for for either A not being able to or B not wanting to? See, you pick and choose what makes like you can't do that shit and then say, well, that's different. No, you're so concerned about the uh nuclear black family right, which also is a form of white supremacy because girl they ain't ready for that conversation either.
2: Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm 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 so I'm so thoroughly annoyed by the fact that we literally have people online on social media with these huge platforms who are just spewing dog shit with not one lick of information to go ahead and back it up. Like everything we say here, you can go look it up. You can go look that shit up. It's not a theory. It's history.
3: It just, it just, it's just so mind blowing to me when people say that, like, "Oh, you can't reproduce," but okay, but what about this? Uh, well, you can't reproduce and you can't make black babies. Okay, well, what about the the straight black women who just don't want to have fucking kids? Are they not natural but, either?
2: You said it so many times, like this is this is plantation teas. You, what are you bringing to the plantation? What are you bringing to the table? That don't sound fucking familiar. You. Mm. <laughs> that don't sound, ah, it's hard, uh, <laughs> that, like, for me, that kills me, because it's, like, we have people who we would really love, um, to be in community with, and we have especially a lot of Black queer people who are still looking for that acceptance from them, to so go ahead and sit down at a table while they say, guess what, I don't believe in you, like, you're Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> Look, I have to cut off. What do you mean so... you don't believe? I'm existing as we speak. What do you mean you don't believe in it? I can't tell you how many
3: times I like once um, cishead black men found out I'm gay. They'd be like, "Oh well, you, we can acknowledge that you're black, but we'd be lying if we can't say you're one of the reasons why the the culture is on the demise and the white man is." I'm like, "Okay, what you're not going to do is that, because now I have to drag your ass." <laughs> like you're not gonna sit here and say oh you're a part of the black community but you're not a part of the culture because being gay is a white thing no bitch do your fucking research it has always been a black thing it's always been an african thing to be queer and or gender fluid y'all just okay. don't like it
2: just read a book man read a fucking book like jesus here we are trying to get um critical race theory in schools and then honestly we're actually not trying to get critical race theories in schools that's just another white person um um, do- um just dog whistle for like oh my god the woke community is here i'm mentioning it because that sounds very 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 familiar to what dr umar johnson just said they're coming after us they're trying to come and get us they are trying to replace us like do you, this this is white supremacy and this is why i'm always going to say White, uh, remember, white people are a global minority. So white supremacy doesn't work without people of color. Right. There's no way it could work without us. We have to implement it. And they got so good at what they did that we are doing it without anybody over our shoulders or whipping a, a, a whip to our backs. We do it innately now.
3: I got just, some messages just, from Wilton.
6: Did y'all get enough sleep? <laughs> shit. <laughs> Not really. But. Sid, why don't you come up with your own theme song? I want to, but damn, that
2: girl did such a great fucking job. <laughs> I don't want to compete.
6: Wilson. The thing is that being gay, queer... That is is an African thing, but it's also a global thing. I don't know why people don't seem to understand that. Like, if you look at the yeah. native culture here in Americas and other places that there, there are a lot of people who were two spirit That's what they call it here in um, America: two spirits.
2: Mm-hmm. Two spirit mm-hmm. people, and for for indigenous and native people, absolutely. There's we were, a reason. We were very respected, like we. Like uh we had meaning. We weren't something, we weren't just like some debauchery that they just had to put up with. We were accepted and celebrated. And celebrated. Uh Isa. Good morning, y'all. Hey. Good morning. Um Dang
7: Sid, what you just said really hit it hit me like hard. White supremacy would not work without POC. They wouldn't be able to have white supremacy without us. So we, we feed in it subconsciously. That's why every day I'm trying to unlearn and unpack. So I appreciate that. I appreciate that perspective.
2: Mm-hmm. I, and I, and you have to remember that it's it's, and I feel like it's true in so many different ways. All branches of white supremacy, of course, because that's where a lot of this toxic shit is going to stem from. But I truly, truly believe that we are at um, a place where the reason why this continues in the Black community is because we just still have so many Black people who are doing this bullshit, which makes us even more of a demographic within a demographic and even more removed and even more fringe lifestyle, whatever the fuck they want to call us. It, it's, it's, it's so, oh God, it's like segregation. They're really trying to put us back in the closet.
3: There's a reason why we keep saying homophobia comes from white supremacy. Because if you think about it, again, it's very, very rampant in minority communities. Homophobia, uh, black community, Latino community, like all these other indigenous communities. it's very, it's like on steroids. And you, you, you have to admit that all that came from white supremacy. It ain't. Let's be honest, in the white community, it ain't as strong um, in their community as it is in all these other Not anymore.
2: It's almost like they got to evolve and we didn't.
3: And this is why we say homophobia came is an agent of white supremacy. So if you are black and being homophobic, especially to your own brothers and sisters, sure. like you are doing the white man's work.
2: They, like they don't even need to have power over you in a personal way anymore. We can just leave in the systematic racism and we will take care of the rest. And I wonder when we're going to get tired of it. I wonder when we're going to get tired of sounding like white folks. I wonder when we're going to get tired of saying um, stupid bullshit like, you know, they will not replace us. Charlottesville. Mm -hmm. When you have got white supremacists literally echoing your talking points, you should think something's wrong.
3: Oh, let me th- I told you about the time on this app there was literally a panel with like white supremacists and cishet black men just bashing gay people. Talking about yeah, they 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 taking over. But you want to sit here and tell me that homophobia and white supremacy doesn't go hand in hand. You are literally teaching it up with the same oppressions that you- <laughs> like you see how that shit works. Yeah.
2: And we again, we just don't realize that we are literally Doing the work for them, and we're we're just fucking up our own communities. We are causing children to kill themselves. We actually think it is okay to attack a fourteen-year-old child online. They ain't got nothing to do with our lives. There was a like, um, we,
3: we, recently. I don't know what it is with uh, parents thinking that it's just okay to film your children getting beat. I'm going to see if I can find a video Trigger Warning Sydney, because it brought me back to my day. But um, the father, the son came out to the father, of course, and the father was like, how dare you? I did all this stuff for you. I put food on the table, a roof over your head, and this is how you, now you want to be queer or gay or whatever. Filmed it, posted it on Facebook, and beat the fuck out of this this child, just... With the, and then you have people in the comments no nah, that was just a whooping he used a bell it wasn't no beat no you he went fucking overboard with the way he was quote unquote whooping this child he whooped him in the face the back like all over the place and that whooping lasted for a long time
6: I, I had the nerve I, to post I, it
3: posting shit like that <laughs> you're acting like compared to you're
2: what acting this like abuse is doing, okay depending on what your kid did
3: right like and then why are parents acting like it's the end of the fucking world not me out in the streets game banging not me having four or five baby mamas not me selling drugs and crackle meth or whatever but the fact that I just love the same gender that's the end of the world that's what it's like oh my god that's a disappointment
2: I'm just <sighs> it's depressing it's really depressing and and, and I'll be honest like I think I know exactly what video you're talking about. And I got flashbacks from the abuse in my own childhood. Like when somebody is is beating the shit out of you and it don't matter what piece of skin they catch, I remember literally diving under the bed while this grown-ass man, triple my size, was trying to beat me with three-inch-thick belts. Two of them. Every time I sat down... I would start to bleed because the bruises were so bad and the blood was so near the skin so it took almost no pressure.
3: But they want to also, because this going to piss some people off, uh, black folks you do know whooping your kids comes from a slave to master complex. It's That's also a form of white supremacy as well. Especially wow. like because I said so, and don't like do as I say, and then when you question it, so that child can gain some can gain some knowledge for the future. When I told you about talking back, when I talk, you listen, and you just whoop them, slave to master complex,
2: bruh. And that goes so uh, outside of even just the uh, the whole, uh, being homosexual, y'all niggas just doing that to your kids.
3: And you, then like, you wonder. Like, you do all this shit to your kids and then wonder, once they're like an adult and financially stable, you don't hear from their ass unless it's Thanksgiving, if they show up.
2: Yeah, I uh, remember a few years ago. Now, my parents have been separated uh, for, damn, how old are they? 17 years. They've been separated for about 17 years. And I remember one time I was supposed to go down to Florida, and I'm just going to go chill with my bestie, Hallie, we just, you know, doing our thing. My mom hits me up and is like, hey, your, your father actually has some things he wants to give me. Can you go pick it up from him? Now, when I say, I literally broke out into a sweat. I had a full-blown panic attack because it was like she didn't realize she was putting me in a room with my abuser. It's like she didn't realize like all of those memories and all that shit that happened, didn't, nothing went away. And that nigga never has anything good to say to me other than, oh, you shouldn't be bigger than your mother. I swear to God, that's his fucking hello. So why are we doing this? And yo, I honestly, if that man starts walking funny, I'm donating his body to science. That's where we are. Maybe you should treat your kids better.
3: That's the thing, they, they're so stuck on the title. Oh, at the end of the day, that's your mama, or that's your daddy at the end of the day. I'm not subscribing to that dumbass shit. I'm not. If I don't feel the love, I'm not going to be there.
2: Period. I'm saying, I'm telling you that to being tolerated, your, your minimum bar of, a, of just being accepted, I'm sorry. If I don't walk into, if I don't, if I decide I'm going to literally put myself in a place, it needs to be a place where I know I'm going to be celebrated. Otherwise, why am I showing up? Why do we do that to ourselves?
3: Like I said, I told, like uh, I told my mom, well, uh, having a family reunion in a few weeks, and I told her, I said, I'm probably not going to be there because uh, family members do this slick thing when it's like they know. It's a gay person in the family. They keep asking, they keep asking me, You got a girlfriend yet? When you gonna get a girlfriend? Bitch, you know what the T is. You're just doing that to be funny. And I told her, I said, If anyone asks me, Am I gay? I'm just gonna tell them yes. And then she was like, Well, don't do that because we don't need to make that the main talking point of the
2: event.
4: I
3: don't care. Oh my
2: God. Do you know how crazy that is? You said, If anybody asks me if I'm gay, I'm going to confirm it. And her response is, we don't want to make that the topic of conversation.
5: Nigga, they asked.
3: And I'm not, I'm done with this. I'm not going to lie and say I'm sitting here liking a girl when I don't. I'm a grown, like I'm grown as fuck. So if they ask me, I'm going to say yes. And if they want to make that the main talking point, that's from their dumb asses to making it the end of the world.
2: Bro, like, that's like not a personal get- problem. That's not your problem. That sounds like that's on them and not on you.
3: You have way more stuff to be worried about than how I'm sucking dick. Because you know that's the first thing they're going to do is put a sexualized image in their head once they found out. They always do that. Oh, my God. That's on them. But if they ask me, I'm not going to sit here and say no when I know that I am. Girl. I'm grown, and I pay my fucking taxes. So leave me alone.
2: Bruh. And it's, always the, it's, and it's always the ones who are really the most toxic that are saying this kind of shit in the first place. It's always... The niggas who got, like, three baby mamas, and, you know, they still fucking somebody's cousin, and it's all good. But guess what? You, I can't believe you have acrylics on. You bitch. Word. Word? Okay. Huntress. Good morning, my loves. Um,
7: I hope you all are having a good motherfucking morning. Um, It's really fucking unfortunate that we still hit on our kids when uh, we claim to be educated, we claim to know about our history. But little do we fucking know is that that slave master mentality that still is running very rampant in the way that we parent our black kids. So um, yeah, beating your kids just because they're, you know, being curious and they're you know which is natural man it's it's human for us to be curious and want to know more and just because you don't know the answers or just because you feel inconvenienced um you feel the need to um beat your kid yes it's beating i hate this whole no it's a whooping no you're beating your fucking kid um and it's crazy
4: yep
2: it's like oh it's just a whooping.
7: and it's wild how we still rationalize doing it when I think we can all agree that kids are probably the most marginalized and the most vulnerable beings in our society, but yet we still logically somehow, well, it's not really logic, but we still kind of, we, we deem it as okay to physically harm them when they're the most vulnerable because we're too damn lazy to come up with other ways to how to discipline kids. So... um, mm. Mm and then there's the whole you know scene to be seen and not heard then they wonder why your kids are not telling you shit when things happen to them and that's why you're wondering why people growing up with fucked up ass trauma and still dealing with things that they went through in their childhood because the whole seen and not heard thing is putting perspective in your little kid's head that they cannot speak up or be open up about the little inconveniences they have as a fucking child because yes kids have inconveniences too it's not just motherfucking adults.
3: Right. I'm glad she brought that up. The be scene and I heard, I'm so sick of that dumbass shit too because they wonder while, when we get older, you don't come visit us no more and you don't come, why don't you ever talk to us? Bitch, because when I do try to talk to you, when I do have questions and when I am curious about something, you want to sit here and say that I'm being disrespectful and I'm talking back.
2: Yeah. They always in their room. They never want to come out and be with the family because this is a safe place. Because you I feel accepted and loved in this place. Think about it.
6: Uh Wilton. Yeah, I know exactly what you talking about. I have plenty of people, not even not necessarily just family, but even those people like, you know, people going to school with asking about a girlfriend and stuff like that. Like that shit is irritating.
3: They do that because uh, they know what the, they already know what the answer is. They just want to get it out of you. But I'm telling you, you, you right now, get out loud. Now, I like when I tell you I don't give a crest of a fuck. If anyone, like, asks me, well, you're not gay, or are you? Are you gay? Absolutely. Now, what are you going to do about it besides nothing? Okay, so move on. If it, okay, I'm gay. You, oh, my God, well, how are we going to have grandkids? Bitch, you're not the ones taking care of these motherfuckers if I do have kids. I am.
2: Right. And, and by the way, a lot of you bitches have had kids out of obligation. Mm. And then you parent in that same manner. And then you wonder why your kids don't want to have anything to do with you as adults. You don't think they felt that unwant? You don't think they felt that shit? And do you know how many kids who feel that way would have uh, I hear so many of them said you didn't have to have me. I didn't have to be here because living with you it wasn't worth it.
3: Let me tell you something. I had to tell that to uh, my mama. She was like well you got a roof over your head and i'm like is that a chore for you because that's the law i didn't like i didn't like push on your uterus there i want to come out i didn't like say for that i didn't knock on your nutsack and tell him to put the seed in i like i'm telling you same folks from when they be like well if she would have aborted you you wouldn't be here okay
2: and like how would be you know what let me have imagine um... me
3: Imagine me being misogynistic when I'm not even existing, telling her what to do, and I'm not even existing yet. Nothing cannot exist. I wouldn't be able to be upset because I don't exist. I don't have a think piece because I'm not here. So I don't really care if, like, oh, if, you, if she would have aborted you, you wouldn't be here. Okay, what's the point?
2: Okay, was that supposed to be, like, your your smoking gun? Ooh, you wouldn't be here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what will i do if i'm not here like i i we would be okay because we wouldn't be here but it's cool uh (laughs) hundreds
7: and on some real ass shit some people just don't deserve to be parents like some of y'all really Mm. don't need to be any parents like i have no have no business having kids like at all at all just because you have an ovaries and you have a penis and because you're able to produce sperm does not mean necessarily that you are meant to be a father. does not mean you're meant to be a mother. Like, I, I swear to God, 60% of parents had no business popping kids out of their vaginas. 25? Like, at all. So... But, you know, of course, we're in this patriarchal society where women are told that you are measured by the value of what your ov- ovaries can produce, and men mm. are told that you need to leave this whack-ass lineage where y'all not even able to provide for your own damn self, so...
2: Oof, Oof! a word from Huntress, period. They, they, they really can't. I know why, I know, because they're asking me for money. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know, I know it personally. This shit is, this shit is ridiculous. Um, and, you know, I really feel like, especially um, at this point, because we are so, I feel like we're constantly just fighting and fighting and, I, and I'm so sick of the fight. I don't want you to fight to want to be in those spaces. I don't want you to fight to be accepted at the barbecue. I don't want you to fight to be accepted by, look, stop it. Stop it, you're dishonoring yourself. You are dishonoring yourself by trying to go ahead and fit you as the square peg into the circle hole. Stop it.
3: This is why, this is why gatekeeping um, Black queer spaces is so important. Wow. for example ballroom i like i went to a ball a, a few weeks ago i'm part of ballroom and i'm noticing like some of these white gay men really just think like this is just like a comical like just something to have fun. no this is some sacred shit ballroom is sacred voguing like in itself is sacred as well like it's an art form this is very important to black lgbt folks and y'all are not going to take that away from us
2: I, you know, it was so funny, especially when we talk about um, gatekeeping. We, I was in a, a page. Of course, you know, everybody knows I do. I dabble in a lot of African spirituality. And um, I'm on a particular Facebook group. And literally the, the group is called African Witch Bit. It's a black space. And we had a woman went, go up there, um, just made a post saying that, you know, her son is being uh, treated unfairly. She, he's the only black kid in class. He's an amazing um, sports person, but he's not getting a, um, a scholarship and she knows exactly why. Here come the white folks in the group. Nigga, I didn't even know you were here. Here they come. Are you, um, is, do you think that he should have gotten a scholarship just because he was black? What? How, by the way, how can you type and then still not read? How can you have the ability to type, but still not read? Nigga, I will never understand. And of course, this is a black space. So the black women came and tagged that ass. When I say that bitch was ragtagged, she tried to say, oh, my sister's black girl. got Somebody got pictures from of a family and posted it in the chat. When I say it was, we was giving that to her. Go away. Go back home. And it caused another posting saying, why do we have white people in this group? If this is supposed to be a safe space. And if they are um, going to be non-Black people in the space, shouldn't they be vetted to make sure they're not going to bring racism and bigotry into this space? Like, I'm, I join these Facebook groups because I'm tired of running into the constant uh, misogyny and racism and transphobia or what have you. So when I finally get into a space and we see people who are not supposed to be in that space, you would think you would be quiet. You would think you would just be grateful to be there. No, 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 no. And then she, when I say this chick dug herself in such a hole, she was just like, she started talking about, oh, well colored people and everybody's just like, what year are we in?
3: Colored people.
2: Gatekeeping is actually way more important for a lot of different demographics of black people. The same way, whenever we say this is a black queer uh, space and if you're an ally, you can go ahead and listen, but know who we're uplifting. There's a reason we have to say that. There's a reason that we have to constantly say that. Because if we don't, there will be people who will listen to us and trying to derail our message. There's a reason that when we do pop-ups, that we vet everybody before they get into that space. You're not going to derail the message.
3: Mm-hmm. Period. And yeah, I know, why people, why are y'all still saying color people? <laughs> and to be honest... When it comes to black people, stop calling us people of color. We're black. It's a different what? struggle. We're talking about four hundred years plus of shit. It's bl- we're right. black, okay? Stop saying that I'm a person. I'm black. Don't lump me in. Very
2: different it. histories.
3: Because like, let me tell you, we have dumbasses like Kim Kardashian saying that I'm a person of color. No, sis, Kim, you're white. No, she's not white. She's Armenian, bitch. In this society, bitch, that's white. She is white. She is potato salad oh. with raisins white.
2: Oh, no, I'm sorry. She's white with a tanning bed. So that means that's different, apparently. I, I need y'all hoes to shut the fuck up. You guys sound crazy. These you motherfuckers talking crazy.
3: about, I- I'm a person of color just because it's trendy. It's, that's what it's giving me. Because stop saying that dumbass shit. Kim Kardashian is white. Very much watered down casserole
2: white. Bruh. But Armenian you know what, whatever. I just love when they say, like, a country where white people come from, and then they'd be like, but I'm not white, and I'm just like, I'm not white, I'm, I'm Italian. Nigga, okay. Don't. Oh so, <laughs> you know what I got the other day, and I thought, and, I, and even the other white people in the room were like, you know what other white people were like, oh, bitch, are you for real? Um, there was this uh, Polish uh, chick, and she's a, she literally said, I'm not white, I'm Polish. Yo, when I say even the white people turned around and were just like, <laughs> how? <laughs> what <do you> like? <laughs> say more words and explain yourself. So, and listen, this whole, and we have to realize that it is very trendy for them. And it's really cool to have BLM in your profile. It's, it's very forward thinking and progressive and all this other bullshit. And it really isn't anything they actually believe in. A lot of times there's a lot of fake and phony allies out there mm-hmm. that I peep and I just side eye waiting for them to fuck up and they always do because then just waiting. You weren't here with a sincere heart to begin with. Let me tell you something. Like,
3: I don't need allies, I need accomplices. Bruh. That's what I need. I don't do enough with this allyship I need an ac- accomplices at like at this point. Because y'all white folks be putting Black Lives Matter and be still be touching black people's hair without acting what like y'all kill me <laughs> this performative ass shit and, I, I, I see right through and,
2: it. and they'll go ahead and say the reason why i can touch your hair is because i'm a part of black lives matter don't you want me to continue to support you
3: <laughs> girl
2: <laughs> i don't have to be nice okay you know what this is why um violence be, this is, is why i mean
3: like dragging these white liberals like the white liberals who just really want to understand what the niggers go through, and will turn around and do some dumbass shit.
2: And it sucks. It's like, but so this is why I'll never really subscribe to quote unquote liberalism or obviously not conservatism. But that, that's that's because I really feel like it's all a farce. I feel like it's just smoke and mirrors. Um, I feel like they just want to uh, cosplay some sense of wokeness so that we'll trust them when they literally will go ahead and do that little song and dance, you know, do the step and fetch it and all the tap dancing, just to go ahead and put and vote laws into place and policy into place that is killing us behind our back. So I don't, I don't subscribe to any of that bullshit. I, I refuse almost at this point to to cuz it feels all so per, uh, performative. It doesn't feel like anything real is actually happening. These just be the same, these
3: same white liberals that be, that be protesting and marching with them pink hats on be the same white liberals telling niggas to pull their pants up and you won't get shot. All right.
2: honeybee, i <laughs> I'm just saying
1: good morning and shit ain't that the truth anyhow good morning y'all hopefully you guys are having a decent morning said i know you said it's like eight o'clock for you so shout out to you for being here with us today <laughs> um even though you want to go back to sleep we appreciate good. you he <laughs> um i'm just gonna listen for a good while probably till the show is done but again i appreciate y'all being here and thank you yeah,
3: that's my Don't boo. Hey, girl.
8: Fledged to death. Good morning, panel. Good morning, listeners. Do enjoy your conversation. Um yeah uh, how we treat our our children and particularly how we discipline them um, in these spaces I've actually asked a few folks in their panels if they realize that if we want to break generational curses we're going to have to stop with the slave tactics and disciplining and how we talk to children and how we even just recently I saw a clip of where this uh, child was being congratulated for running a register and she looked like she was under the age of 10 it's just so crazy to me we'll sit there and we want kids to work like adults if they dress a certain way then they're too fast and we over sexualize them um and i don't think we realize a lot of the psychology that has trickled down from slavery that absolutely affects us it's 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 ridiculous and we need to we need to unpack that and we need to address it immediately because it is taking the community down Mm
2: -hmm. it is it's lowering us as a people
8: but and with that said um depending on who I'm talking to because of being in the LGBTQ community and kind of being like a house mom for several years uh, and watching a lot of my friends who kind of were kicked out from their family were disowned were banished. If you will, I do try to tell people that the, uh blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Meaning that at the oh. end of the day, the people that you choose in your life are going to be more like your family, most likely than the people that you are. Unfortunately, especially if they're toxic, are bound to by your bloodline. And to me, you know, it, I have found some of the best families that I that I love to this day from being able to choose them, from being able to have that option of of recognizing real love and reciprocal love. So yeah, you know, choose your family if you, because <laughs> a lot of times yeah. our, our bloodline family are toxic as hell,
2: mm-hmm. and it will feel so much more unconditional than anything you've experienced at home, and that's the truth. It's what they, it's what they don't even get. Um, so I know we have some videos that we want to go ahead and uh, play real quick, um, because again, you know, I know we've kind of gotten off topic, but I really feel like is when we are talking about African. Um, well, uh, sexuality, or or just you know Africa before colonization. I feel like the reason why we end up spidering off into so many different topics is because it connects to so many different things, so many different things that we're going through today. So it's this is the reason why we have this particular subject, so that we can get all the information and know what our arsenal is and how we can fight back.
5: Did you know that African homophobia is of a vestige of colonialism? The 72 countries worldwide that criminalized homosexuality, 32 of them are in Africa, and more than half of these are British colonies. Africa's leaders often claim that homosexuality is an important Western evil, like former Zimbabwean president Robert Mugabe, who called homosexuality un African and a white disease, but in fact it's quite the opposite. Homophobia, not homosexuality, is a vestige of colonial rule. And although people like to say that colonialists brought homosexuality to Africa, they're actually the ones who introduced penal codes to outlaw gay sex. Prior to European colonization, African society Societies had much more relaxed attitudes towards sexual orientation and gender identity. When Yoruba tribes didn't view gender in binary terms, the Gaba people didn't assign gender based on one's anatomy, but rather the energy they presented. In fact, ancient Egyptians acknowledged a third gender, and many of their deities were androgynous. I have some more examples and a lot more to say on the subject, so I'm going to be making a part two.
3: Yes, yes, and yes.
2: And, we, and let me tell you something. We're going to continue to have these topics. We're going to continue to go ahead and to give you as much information as we can, because listen, when I was on TikTok, just scrolling through, there are, yo, the hate is real. It almost, it almost turned my stomach because I was just trying to look for things on the history of uh, homosexuality in Africa before colonization. And I got all these videos talking about how the white man has poisoned us and that's the reason why we do this and don't let people tell you that homosexuality can be african we've never been gay like
3: uh they like girl y'all just don't like it you sitting here saying oh it's not african bitch you speak english but
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) and you worship jesus i don't know listen I can't I can't help what you Nigga, like I'm tired. Um <laughs> Honeybee.
1: Funny that you brought that up, Erin. So there is a class I took in college. It was um this social work class called uh um shit Diversity and Oppression. And I had to work in this group where it was two white women, one Hispanic man and then me and you know, I have my hair did and everything. And one of the white women in this group is like an older white woman. And we were just talking about uh, race that day. And my teacher well, is a Haitian man. So, you know, he's pretty straightforward. You know, they don't sugarcoat nothing, um, but in the Not most respectful way possible. So after this class, she comes up to me. She's like, Oh, I really like your hair. And. Both hands deep into my head. I tried to calm myself down. Removed her and said, "Listen, if I was anyone else, I don't know if my other message sent, but pretty much there is this older white woman in my the one of my college classes who put both her hands hand deep into my hair, and I just had my hair done, and I calmed myself down for a second, real quick, because you know, like." People have a reflex. Shit, cause what a swing, bro. But we were in class. So I moved her and said, if I was anyone else, this would have been a different story right here. Um, You can't do that. I don't know you. You cannot do that. Even if I knew you, I hope that you would have asked. And she's like, well, I just like the colors. Ooh. I'm like, that's not my business. Just don't do it again. And she would get my name wrong call me beyonce uh for people that don't know me my name is bianca but people call me b and i'm just like "Mm, i don't know oh
3: my god white people white people are so used to having their way they're so used to owning everything that they be shook when you tell them bitch i'm not your fucking property i'm not your pet keep your feet off my head don't put your paws on my head oh
2: my god and you know what's so funny my homegirl um, Reese, and she um, she works in the the animal um, medical field, and um, she was at the front desk. And yo, and know, she she is very serious about her crown. Okay, she had all these beautiful beads in her hair. She was feeling herself, and somebody literally just went up and. She was standing and facing another direction. Bitch came from behind and put her hand in her hair. She literally had to take the lady's hand out and calmly explain that that's not okay. Tell me why just general etiquette is lost. Because
3: they wish that they had this kind of hair texture. We're great. We, we have amazing hair. That's why you have people like Justin Timberlake or Justin Bieber trying to get cornrows and wonder why it looks a hot, flaming-ass mess. Bitch, you don't have the same texture that like we do, boo. You want to you be black so bad, but you're not ready for it. It's time to actually be black. And that's the issue.
2: Let me tell you some things. So there was this chick on, on, on TikTok, and it was this white girl, and she put in box braids. And I don't know who did her hair, but thank you. So she went ahead and decided to take out the braids and so much of her own hair came out. And I was just like, that's what you're asking. I mean, did did, did you ask questions? Did you see anybody else that had that going on and you thought it was a good idea? She was like, I'm never doing this again. Yo, All I saw was laugh emojis from black women all in her.
3: As they should. Like, God damn, I don't like when, like, don't put your fucking feet in my hair. Mm. Like, they they already don't wash their hands like that. Stop touching my
2: hair. <laughs> yo, yo, listen, and I'm not, I and you know what? I've just been hearing stories from a lot of white celebrities talk about how they, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal talks about how he doesn't really bathe, but he makes sure to brush his teeth and wash his junk.
3: And they wonder why they always smell like wet dog. Oh my... Oh, Darren! What? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know I ain't got no
2: filter. <laughs> <laughs> like, Look, well, I'm
3: thinking it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, but you said, that.
2: <laughs> Smelling like hot pennies in here.
6: Stop it! No. um, Wilton... We'll, we'll <laughs> Aaron, send me that link. I want to see what video is that. Send me that link. Let me see if
3: I can oh, find sure. it. That's triggering. Uh, like that video was about seven minutes long.
6: <laughs> Listen, it's a lot of white people that say they don't take showers. Some of them say they like scrub real hard and don't use soap, and like it's, it's crazy
2: dude, speaking of getting beaten, do you know how many times I got that ass tanned when I was a kid for trying to go into the shower and just put water all over everything? My mother would come in and be like, why is the soap dry? <laughs> why is the soap dry? You're soaking wet, but the soap is dry. Hey, yo, yo. But that's
3: regular. Look, I, look like we said, like we know that we taught them how to bathe, we taught them how to read, write, and bathe themselves, but I guess they dismissed over the the wipe your leg, wash your legs part. A lot of like, oh, I don't wash my legs. I just let the soap drip down. I don't think there's a need to wash my legs.
2: I just, I just need people to know that that's that's real fucking weird. And I swear to God, it was so what? Uh, so one of my best friends, um, Hallie, when I see this big showers like. Three times a day. She'll just feel it like just like mm, I don't like the air. Go shower. Like you you do you know what I'm saying? I don't like and I've never <laughs> seen no for real. And I've never seen a white person do that before in my life. <laughs>
3: well that is a an endangered species of white. Stop it. <laughs> because girl I, you, I asked one no, I asked one of the, my white coworkers, I said, Do you wash your legs or do you let soap she was like well, I don't think, I, I kind of agree. I don't really need to wash them because the soap's going down, right? I was like, yeah, okay, sounds about white. Yeah, okay, make yeah. sure
2: you do that you know what's so funny there will be so many hoteps that will absolutely agree that the Moors, yes they taught white people how to bathe but we can't believe that anything homosexual happened in africa i love the way they pick and choose i love the way the hoteps will pick and choose what is real and what is fake and be like yeah no this part's real but uh, i don't like that i'll just use throw that other shit away come on now right Oof. Well, anyway, I do want to go ahead and uh, we're going to switch up the the topic a little bit. Um, and we are going to get into the next one. And oof, child. Damn it. I forgot I did this. I forgot I did this to myself. Man, yeah. I have. I, this is fucking Trey songs, man. He doesn't
3: ever do that, though, because he's too fine to be doing all that. Like, I don't believe it. Y'all just don't like him because he's a black man.
0: And that's all y'all talk about on here. He too fine, and he sounds good. And I don't think he would ever do that because he said he talks about love in his music.
2: So, I want to be honest with you. I was really hoping that the last time that I talked about Trey songs would be the last time. I feel like every time I talk about Trey Songs, I really hope it's going to be the last time. But alas, it's not. 16 hours ago, another story broke. And we're just going to read the article because they have the words and I don't. So, tr- uh, Trouble seems to haunt Trey Songs. Or it is he who insists on getting into trouble. Duh. This time the singer and actor has been accused by a woman of forcibly exposing her bikini top breast a moment which was caught on video. Lawyers for the woman accusing Trey named Macon Johnson are appointing to him for sexually assaulting her during a party in August 2013 inside the VIP area according to the demand letter sent to Songs this Thursday and obtained by TMZ. The assault happened at an event called Foxwoods Liquid Sundays with Trey Songs. Oh, I don't like that. Um, at Foxwoods <laughs> Resort Casino <laughs> uh, in Connecticut, and a video posted by TMZ shows how the singer stood behind Johnson, pulled on the top and saying titties in the open four times, as mentioned in the letter from George Verabek and Ariel Mitchell. The, 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 the um, article is pinned. You can go ahead and see the video for yourself. His um I really love their, they say the trouble seems to follow or is it him? <laughs> you just like Which one do you think TMZ? It's cool, whatever. Um so, your thoughts?
3: Shocker. Not surprised. I mean, <laughs> people are understand- I know that um, he's not going to get canceled for this because he is a celebrity. I want people to understand, cancel culture does not exist. It only affects people who are already marginalized. Trey Sons is going to be quite fine, to be honest. This is his, what, fourth one?
4: Okay.
3: It's people are like, when it comes to celebrities, cancel culture does not exist. Kevin Hart is still doing Capital One commercials. Dave Chappelle has like four new Netflix specials. Uh...
2: The baby flourishing uh, up, yeah.
3: The baby is again still saying some fucked up shit and still getting his life. So
2: And and speaking of the baby, this this little listen, the pocket thug strikes again. So he was in a crowd and there was all of these, you know, bitches and taking pictures, I'm like, oh my God, you know. Uh, and he goes up to one of the black girl fans and tries to kiss her on the mouth, and she's like, Oh no. <laughs> I was just here to take a picture. Right. I'm sorry. No, no, no. And you see this man get like upset.
3: It's getting weird. <laughs> You're mad because I don't want you to sexually assault me because I didn't ask for that.
2: And, and, and just so you know, I also just want to say a little PSA to some of the bitches who are in front rows at concerts where dudes are performing. It is sexual assault when you go ahead and try and touch their dick on stage. That's not cute. That mm-hmm. shit is disgusting. And if that nigga would have pulled back and clocked that ass, he'd be wrong. I just had to put that out there because I just saw another video where, you know, there was this um, singer on stage and some chick had to touch his dick and the way that he pulled back and it was like, you could tell that man assessed everything in his brain before he decided to do nothing and walk away. Right. That's, that's gross. Men get assaulted, too. But yeah, this is why I say the patriarchy really hurts everybody,
4: mm-hmm.
2: including men. Um, now, sadly, back to Trey songs. The last time that we spoke about Trey songs, he was in uh, proverbial hot water for um, grape juicing. Um, this woman that he had been having consensual sex with he wanted back door she said no and then he just took it in the middle of sex and then one of the people that worked for him came into the room while she was screaming bloody murder and then when he saw it was happening just left the room and closed the door i can't even imagine she gets put into a car she's bleeding all over the uber uber ride seats the guy says, I'm not taking you home. I'm taking you to the hospital where they had to do surgery.
4: Damn.
2: Are we done? Are we not done?
4: Like but this I is said, gonna be something
2: that's completely.
6: Oh, there's gonna be about because... this tomorrow. It's yeah, no, not gonna, not gonna it.
3: be an issue. People still gonna listen to his music. He's still oh my god, he has a six pack, so that's fine. Uh, people like I said, if they can, if niggas can still listen to R. Kelly, this is this is nothing.
2: This true, niggas still trying to step in the name of love.
3: They still gonna go to the family function and play the step in the name of love. Oh, well, his music is good. You can't, you have to get from there. I don't see what the problem is. And that was so long ago. He's young
2: while this uh-huh. man told on himself in every song, <laughs> my mind's telling me no. But my body, you bitches.
6: Like we just listen to him do it, and it's all good. Um, Wilton. I heard somebody on Twitter said that the R. Kelly, that the, if they did a documentary on Trey Songz, they'd probably be worse than R. Kelly. Oh, uh, now Trey Songs, I don't, I don't understand what is with these men. It's Like some, all this stuff is coming out. Like everything in this world is coming out. Worse than R. Kelly?
2: Damn, I hope that's just not even possible, my nigga. Like, did you see the documentary?
4: Mm -mm.
3: Like I said, just come out and say, like, it's gonna be forgotten about. Like I say all the time, this is why I pride myself on being blunt. Just say you don't give a fuck. Just say, I don't give a fuck. How many women? It wasn't me, and that's all that matters. I'll still listen to his music. I don't give a fuck. Just say that instead of saying, well, y'all just quick to tear down your own people, and that's what's wrong. And they bad, you
2: know? who told her to go to the party? So bitches can't go to parties? Like, what do you mean?
3: <laughs> and she wouldn't have had this outfit on. She wouldn't have been fucking sexually assaulted. She should have put on a different outfit. And he, that's her fault for teasing him and pressuring him to do. His grown ass needs to learn self control.
2: I don't even think that's possible at this point. He's been getting away with it all this time. Is there really putting a rain on that? Is there really like somebody who could sit down and talk to me like, okay, so let's talk about your dick. You've been doing some awful things with it. Like, do you really think that like, it's just going to continue. We're going to continue to see it. And until we have another documentary or he grape juices, a person who actually has some actual power behind them um, until then, Here we are. I knew I was going to fly through that that topic, but that's because we already know what it is.
3: (laughs) It's just happened so many times. It's like, girl, we're going to say the same thing. Like, yeah, he'll be just fine. He's not going to get canceled. So I can already say, y'all trying to cancel him. Again, cancel culture does not exist. It only affects the most
4: marginalized.
2: Bro, we haven't even had a platform. If it does
3: affect a celebrity, if it does affect a celebrity, it's usually a black woman.
2: Mm. Just saying. When's the last time you heard from Chrisette,
6: Michelle? Girl. Girl. Alright. <laughs> Wilton. Kiki Palmer already said all this stuff and now people definitely starting to believe her now. And a guy on Twitter, um, he's on some podcast. It's a well-known Mm-mm. With the color thing, you see a lot more black people coming out than white people, but I'm pretty sure there's more white people that have done some things too. but nobody's saying that yet. We'll see.
2: Oh, no, listen. Uh, the stuff is coming out about theirs, too. We just not in their news. Um, That's why we got <laughs> how we got, the, for real, that's how we got the Harvey Weinstein and the um the Roman Polanski of it all and all like there's de- they definitely got theirs. The the part that sucks about it is is that sometimes what black people will do in order to I don't know not even shift but just to shift the conversation when we talk about things like R. Kelly or Trey Songs, they'll say shit like, well Elvis did it. Nigga <laughs> would Okay so we should let him Rape,
4: right?
6: I mean, grape juice. <laughs> I, that's what we should let happen. Come on, man. And part another reason why is that uh, some people have issues because some people they they want to hold on to like their talent. That's what they think. They think about the talent, not thinking about like the issue. They think about the talent that the person has, like with Bill Cosby, like he portrayed like a good father and was successful, and they don't want that dead image, like, spoiled because of what he did. I don't give a
3: fuck when it comes to how their image is going. Again, celebrities, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I still have yet to listen to a Kanye song. I didn't watch that documentary. Like, oh, how was that? I did not watch the documentary.
2: Oh, okay, because I wasn't gonna watch it. Never mind. No,
3: I, I no, I'm not watching that shit.
2: Well, he's a genius, and
3: just forget about all the things he said about slavery being a choice and. And things where he's pro-Trump. And no, I don't. I'm not going to do this whole separate the artist from the shit. I'm not doing that.
2: <laughs> and, and you know what? And, I, and let me tell you something. I know that it's hard. And I think it's easier for you because you're a little bit younger. And the Cosby thing, different world, that was really before your time. Like, and I remember like coming up. And listen, I just want to tell people I get wanting to hold on to those things. The first time that I saw. The Cosby show was the first time I saw Black people in a light where they weren't thugs or Clint Eastwood movies where they're being beaten by some Clint Eastwood. <laughs> so I'm not going to pretend that that didn't um, swing the pendulum in the culture in a really positive way. But get the fuck out of here. He raped, he has been raping since 1963. My mom was three the first time he had an allegation. My mom was three.
3: Wow. And then you'll hear people with black folks say, well, none of them were black. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God.
2: Say you're a terrible person without letting me know you're a terrible right. person.
3: Just Look, the bar is in Satan's prostate at this point. Like, girl, it's
2: not in there going anywhere.
6: <laughs> in there like swimmer. It is ridiculous. Uh, Wilton. Do y'all remember a few years ago about that guy that played a dad on 7th Heaven he was um, yeah. recorded by his ex-wife stating that he was messing around with little girls. This stuff has been going on with him for over 40 years at that time. And they still play Seven in Heaven um, shows. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: There's profit, as profit. All right, so we can go ahead and change the topic a little bit and I actually feel like I'm going to let Aaron take the the reins for this one because it's something that I feel like um, happens to them more than it happens to me
3: yes um, quite often because I, obviously i changed the title to sexualizing LGBT people is homophobic because yeah, people, I want people to understand there are plenty of LGBT people including myself Who barely has any sex but again the stigma around being queer in the society is like oh my god you're just being that too sexual and oh my god they're trying to push this on our kids when we say hey kids should be taught that hey LGBT people do exist in this world well they're too young for that because they're not ready to learn about gay sex and I'm like no one said anything about sex and that's your problem you equate sexual orientation to sexual activity And that's your problem. They're just, if anything, like I said, that you literally have people out here like Future and Nick Cannon and all these other people out here, you know, just making babies and having sex all the time. But you wanna sit here and say that, oh my God, they're too young to be understanding that. And Zaya Way is trying to push this agenda and shut up. You're sexualizing children, and that's the problem. But anyways, I got a little video to play for y'all to clear it up more.
0: Can we talk about how sexualizing queer people is a very key part of homophobia? Like, can we? I've come to realize that a lot of straight people don't think that gay people or gay relationships are about anything other than debauchery. Like whenever Boosie decides to go on one of his rants about Lil Nas X, he always finds a way to mention his sex life. The baby stopped a concert to randomly shout out men who don't suck off other men. And I know y'all are just gonna dismiss it as them being on the DL, but it doesn't stop there. Whenever we're talking about gay characters in kids shows or LGBTQ education in schools. Y'all start talking about how kids don't need to be exposed to sex or sexuality. Let kids be kids. It's as if y'all think we're trying to teach your kids about tripping or being a bottom. The 12-year-old in Bel Air had a crush on another little girl in school, and y'all still found a way to make it perverse. A preteen's crush. Gay people, even gay children, don't get the benefit of being seen as innocent. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I keep saying there are plenty of queer folks who do not have sex like that and still identify as queer. You cannot keep equating someone's sexual orientation to sexual activity. Meanwhile, I work with some straight men. That's all they talk about is, oh, I made that bitch squirt and I made her like cream. And they just being explicit about their sex life, they're heterosexual their heteronormative sex life. But that's okay, right? Because that's supposed to be the quote-unquote default. But as soon as I say, oh, he's cute, oh, my God, oh, my God, you're pushing you're calm, chill out, man, you can't be saying that. Well, actually, now I'm going to be even more explicit now because just like y'all were, I'm going to. So if I say, yeah, that nigga ate me out, ate my ass out, I'm not going to feel bad for that because I hear yeah. niggas left and right talking about, oh, I'm going to fuck that bitch and she going to suck my dick and, yeah, I... she ate the whole thing. Y'all pick and choose. You just don't like it. And that's it.
7: Fact. And it's wild because anybody outside the hetero norm is, is claimed to be overly sexual. When, like, especially men, you, like, hetero men are the most, like, overly sexualized individuals in this whole damn world. And that's why we're having all these damn children that, once again, are not being taken care of and are in these really messed up circumstances. And, like, also, too, if you're somebody that sees two people of the same sex holding hands and the first thought that comes to your head is, like, butt sex or, like, what type of sex you're having, you're a fucking weirdo. You're weird. Like, why is that the first thought that you see or think of when you see that? And it just shows how overly sexualized you are because that 's your first thought process
3: that 's because unfortunately people still view like the existence of queer folks as like unnatural when we know that's deviant.
2: not yeah like debauchery serenity right
7: that always pissed me off like. Why can't it just be a little boy having a crush on a little boy? Like, just because he likes a little boy doesn't mean he's thinking at literally fucking five, six years old. Let me bend him over. Like, what the fuck? I hate people's mindset like that, honestly. And it yeah. ruins it for everybody else.
3: Because straight people, straight people love to ask, well, how old were you when you realized that you like the same gender? And I tell them, okay, same. Well, how old were you when you realized you like the opposite? It's the same process no i wasn't like when i was younger i wasn't saying like i wasn't thinking about oh my god dick but i knew that i like niggas like i had a crush on a guy same way in what when it comes to straight people you wasn't thinking about fucking but you knew that you had a girlfriend like a little school crush but that's the thing you equate being overly sexual to just gay folks because again you think that is unnatural
2: and remember, we even put up all these little cute videos of kids. If it's a little girl, she's like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Um, they, have one, they have one where um, Tiffany Haddish was hosting the darndest things. And she was like, this little girl's like, I'll tell you how to get a boyfriend. You go ahead and have one boy sitting in the front. You ask to be your boyfriend and make sure there's one body sitting in the back. So when the other boy says no, you turn to the other one and they say yes because they feel sorry for you because someone told you no. Mm-hmm. The room erupts. It's so adorable. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let kids be kids,
3: right? But you will praise Boosie's 12-year-old son getting fellatio from a 50-something-year-old woman because that's supposed to make him a real man, right? That's okay. What happened to what about the kids? So y'all pick and choose.
2: And, and this is how I know that people don't care about little boys either because if that had been a little girl, people would have been up in arms because that is fucking rape. Oh,
3: he a real man. Now he got his first blowjob at the age of 12 from a 50-year-old, some, a 40-something-year-old escort.
2: Bruh, having guys in the comments like, well, you know, I lost my uh virginity when I was about 11 or 12 years old, and she was maybe 30, sir. You were abused. But we tell boys that when you have sex, it's always some badge of honor and we tell girls when they have sex, it's something that makes you dirtier or less valuable.
3: Right. Selective outrage. That's why, like, people were, like, mad about the whole, like, Zaya Wade thing. And she posted um, her boyfriend and they kissed. And she posted it on, like, on the Internet. People were like, oh, my God, let kids be kids. They're too young for that. Nigga, you were pregnant at 14, 15 years old. You fucking probably lost your virginity at fucking 14 you just don't like trans people. Just say it for what it is. Once again, just be honest with yourself. Stop trying to make it fit to where you won't come off as transphobic. Just admit, you just don't like fucking trans people.
2: That's the, And just leave it at that. And stop doing all these mental gymnastics because we have seen it in all of the television that we grew up with was watching kids go through high school 14, 15 years old having their first kiss and their first sexual experience. You ever you remember a show called So Called Life? Anybody remember 10 Things I Hate About You? Anybody like get the fuck out of these here? like
3: bro. Uh, young ass, young ass teenagers on these Nickelodeon teen nick, like iCarly and Zoe 101 and Victoria, all making out on TV at these young ass ages. But that's okay though, because it's straight people, right? But as soon as uh you see two trans people oh my god, what about the kids? Let kids be kids. You just don't like queerness, you just don't like transness. Just admit that to yourself and move on. Because I respect people a little bit more when they just be up front me and say, I don't like that shit, I don't understand it, and I don't want to understand it. Just say that.
2: And just move on.
3: Like, same thing for it, like
2: with collective outrage.
3: Yeah, same thing for fucking white people when they say, oh, I'm not racist, but or that, no, just say that you are racially ignorant, you're racist, you just don't like black folks. I'm not racist. I got my best my best friend's dog is black. No, bitch.
2: <laughs> I love white people. You should see my toenails. Is that is that does that sound like that sounds like idiocy? But okay, uh, Wilton.
6: See, the thing is, with some straight people, they think that, especially if you're a man, that if you have they think that if you have sex, that's supposed to mean you more of a man. So if you with like a older girl, like a teenager or whatever, that's supposed to be right. There are plenty of little boys who were with, someone who's older, that they were sexually assaulted, like R. Kelly, he's one of them, but there's plenty of them out here that's like that.
2: Mm. facts. Oh, I don't wanna uh, fuck up your name. Greetings,
9: everyone. Um, I have been listening to the talk, so I've heard a lot of different um, perspectives. And I will say this. Um, I, I have two young sons. I am not comfortable with either of my sons talking about them having a girlfriend, talking about them hugging or kissing girls, things like that. And the reason why I told I tell them is because I want them to focus on things that are more... focused on being a child. Focus on being a child. Like, right now, we don't have to worry about you having a girlfriend or whomever that is. So if it was a girlfriend or a boyfriend, whatever the case may have you, I would still feel the same way because like like what you all are keep bringing up let a child be a child i honestly feel like let a child be a child um i'm not i'm one of those people who aren't comfortable with certain things so i'm not going to say it's okay for my son to to like up on a little girl or something i'm not saying it's wrong for him to like up on a girl what i'm saying is that is not
2: i oh, i understand oh yeah it didn't it didn't finish um I understand from where you're coming from, but I need you to understand that that is not where the majority of people are coming from on this. You're saying, listen, across the board, I don't want them focusing on anything romantic. I want you to focus on just being a child. But I also need you to understand that crushes is something kids do. Like, that's that's just natural. The only thing that happens is now they just don't talk to you about it. Mm. I feel like I feel like that's another thing that we're missing here, especially when we um, try to restrict in that way, because that it stops open communication. Because I grew up in that same way where I wasn't supposed to be talking about anything of the opposite sex, God forbid, the same sex. Um, And it got to the point where I obviously had these real feelings because I was going through it. I just now never told my parents. That was literally the only thing it changed. It didn't change me having the crush. It didn't change how I felt about anything. It just meant that I knew that my mom wasn't a safe place to have that conversation with, or my dad wasn't a safe place to have that conversation with. And we also have to understand that a lot of people like the majority of people seeing the story from the outside, they're seeing it and saying, oh, this is disgusting, so on and so forth. But then in the same breath, they can go watch Zach and Cody and the bill or whatever is going on on the Disney channel, watching 13, 14 year olds, having full relationships, watching True Jackson at 14 years old, shout out to Kiki Palmer, um, having, uh, going and kissing somebody at 14, 15 years old. And that's what I'm saying, it's a constant contradiction so if you personally are like, listen, that's just not what I want to do. Listen, those are your kids, and that's your right. Um, I uh, the only thing that I will say is that I I promise it would be easier if you just had to eat like a you let them just tell you whatever, because you want them to keep telling you things. That's all I'm saying. I, I would I would want my kids to continue to tell me stuff. Yeah, uh, Wilton Liu. I don't
6: know a lot. Of, I don't know why people think or some straight men think that sex equates being more masculine, being more manly. Like having sex doesn't make you a man. Like, people need to understand that it has to do with more of your mindset. And then of course the age, you ain't gonna be no man if you 12 or 13 or 14 years old.
2: No, no matter what you do, no matter who has taken your virginity or whatever sexual experiences that you think you're having. Like, because, a lot of times you were just taken advantage of. Especially for the guys who say, like, listen, I got um I got lost my virginity at eleven years old. She was like twenty-five. Sir <laughs> You we should call the police. That's a predator.
3: Well then they'll say, Well, it was I consented, I was okay with it though, so it ain't a problem.
2: You can't consent. <laughs> you I'm can't.
3: like there's still an age you have to girl whatever whatever makes you whatever makes you feel more masculine i guess because that's the only thing you can cling on to at this point is whatever makes you get validation from other niggas i got some i got this many hoes
2: listen and and it's so sad because we don't even talk about the fact that women predators they are there Mm
4: -hmm. they
2: happen regularly but we're not looking at them because we don't give a fuck about little boys and that's just the truth. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. And it, really, and it really sucks because we will go ahead and see the same situation that happened with Boosie. And if that was a little girl, that nigga would be under the jail. The Louisiana River Cricket would go back home. That literally. But because it was a little boy, no one gave a fuck. Guess what? That's what he wanted.
3: He's a real man now.
2: <sighs> girl. Wilton. <laughs>
6: the thing is a lot of parents what they need to do is they need to talk to their children about sexuality and relationships like when you see your child you see them expressing their affection for someone you need to talk to them about their feelings and what they're feeling what they're thinking so they can have a better understanding and then another thing too because a lot of people my like parents don't do that what they'll what the children would do is listen to their peers and their peers probably wasn't told anything either. So they probably know from what they've seen, probably like an older brother or something like that. And they probably was taught something wrong. Like the blind leading the blind, so to speak.
3: Let me tell you, because these parents would have, telling a parent to teach kids about the existence of people, like queer folks existing, or just having a conversation about sexuality, Girl, you might as well tell them to drink bleach. They
2: ain't going to do that. Jesus. and and Man, we are in such a... And the worst part is, I almost don't want the parents to talk to the kids about sex because a lot of them are so phobic and full of so much bigotry. I'm scared as to what you're going to tell them. Let me tell you, because
3: I told, I said, when I was younger, I said, Dad, are they, are, they, are they friends? Because they were holding hands. I was, like, younger. It was a gay couple, two men holding hands. And he was like, no, nah, that's what they're doing over there. That's against God, and they're going to go to hell, and that's an abomination. That's not natural. That's what he told me when I asked him, hey, all it is, is a group of people that exist. And I said, hey, what is that? What, what are those two doing? They That's not right. And Don't you ever do that while I'll beat it out of you. That's what I was taught.
2: See, that's But that's what I'm saying. And uh, and what's worse is that means that you didn't have a safe space. That means if you went to school, somebody was going to tell you some bullshit because they don't fucking know. And if you go home and ask questions, you're probably going to get the shit beat out of you. So it's like I, it's like as much as I want the parents to be more involved and talk about sex with their kids and make it normal, I almost feel like, oh my god, how much more are you? can you fuck this up?
3: But now we have bills like the Don't Say Gay bill, so it's like if the teacher has to even sometimes out the children to the parents it's like motherfucker oh, yeah. what if they they don't have a safe space at the home so why would you do that and now they're going to go home and get their ass beat
2: suicide is like literally we have like the highest rate of suicide yes. amongst black queer folks
3: yeah black queer especially people.
2: black trans women in the black community
3: the suicide rate comes is very high when it comes to black LGBT people
2: it's astronomical and it's living in within structures and systems and situations and families like this that causes people to not want to be here and this is why I just want to tell straight people if you are so concerned about having a gay or trans person or non binary person as a child don't have kids because you're killing us
3: but that's the thing though no. they think it's not going to happen to them they really swear oh well, if i'm gonna raise them this way we live in a christian household we're gonna take them to church and i'm gonna put i'm gonna put, make them play football and do all this other dumb this shit my parents are the same way oh it ain't gonna happen to us because we believe in god and we're gonna put him in sports and it ain't gonna happen and now they have a whole ass queer atheist non-binary
2: I mean, and, they, and listen, we can't even get to the non-binary part with them because God knows what the fuck they would do now.
3: No, oh, they, they ain't ready for that. I'm not going to tell them that part. But everything else they know. And they, and they really was like, damn. Now I have to change my way of thinking because it's my own flesh and blood. They ain't think it was going to happen to them. But as you can see, it did. So don't think it can't happen to you. If you have a problem, if you're the type to say, oh, I don't agree with it or I'm cool with it. I just don't want it to be my son. Then you're not ready to have kids.
2: Honestly, Wilton,
6: that's crazy how some uh, straight people think. They think that like doing sports and stuff like that that's supposed to help. Like that's only gonna make them meet, be a more masculine, closeted gay person. That's all it is. They, I think a lot of straight lot of straight people they don't think when they think of gay people, they always think of feminine stuff. That's the only thing they think of. Nothing else. They just yeah. think of feminine stuff mm-hmm. because we
3: equate um because misogyny and homophobia go hand in hand we equate gayness to weakness and we just like we equate mm-hmm. femininity to weakness as well and that's not the case because like i said you can see t- two masculine super macho masculine gay niggas and you wouldn't even know that they were gay i personally know trap niggas that are gay and will fuck you up if you try with it, if you if you try them so this whole oh i ain't expect you to be like it's it's that's not how sexuality works
2: ain't nobody ever saw the wire calm down this happens regularly. <laughs> Listen, like, come on, man. Wilson.
6: And because of that, I think there's also the reason why some gay guys like DL men or they like guys who seem more masculine over feminine guys, too. So that trickled down into the gay community as well. Mm-hmm.
2: Bruh, that's like a sickness. I, I cannot tell you a bunch of bl- uh, black fem men will talk about oh, I need my nigga to be six foot two. I need him to, you know, like, you're, and they're, like, building, like, this thug, (laughs) like, in their brain that's going to dick them down. And that, for some reason, is, like, the fantasy.
3: Yeah, fantasization can happen within the Black queer community as well. Because when I hear light-skinned niggas say, oh, I only go for dark skins, but he has to be six foot two, super masculine, have a beard, tattoos... I'm like, girl, what you're doing is giving very much fetishization of, like, category porn when all the black people are labeled as thug category or hood nigga, all this other stuff. That's not cute to me. And I will switch it up on you just because you think I'm masculine. I will be overly feminine just to piss you off because, bitch, I can switch it up at any moment. We need to stop uh, stereotyping dark-skinned niggas to being super masculine and light-skinned niggas to always being feminine or emotional. Bitch, I will arch this back in a minute. Like, girl, I don't give a fuck.
2: Facts. And I also think that the fact that we are so willing to take patriarchy and, like, literally a- a- adopt it and then, and then oppress each other with it is so Shh. disgusting. And we will do it on a regular basis while they will overly sexualize us uh, just for existing because there's no way they can be like, oh. Because I've literally told somebody that I was pansexual. And they were like, oh, so I guess you had a lot of partners. How?
4: What? So
3: straight people can't have a lot of partners? <laughs> what,
2: what? How? No, I'm just really, like, yo, I swear to God. It was like all you saw was trigonometry formulas crossing my brain. Like, I don't know how we got here. But, okay. what's well, stigma. It, and it, and I didn't even think... Like I said, the reason why I wanted you to go ahead and um, kind of take over because it's something that happens to you a lot. But when it has happened to me, it has shocked the shit out of me. And I know it doesn't even shock you anymore because it happens so often.
3: It doesn't. I'm just like... It, it, I'm so used to it at this point. It's like, girl, this is why I'm usually very what careful. Else?
2: And I feel like you really have to be because um, especially when... A lot of there's even some gay men who are like, I only want to date D L niggas. Like that's the their only type of person they want to date, and they're and they will say, well, I don't want to be with somebody who's been with a lot of men. And I'm just like, listen, listen, crickets. I didn't know what to say. I was just like, I'm gonna go get a drink. It's I nice want to, to
3: um for the queer. I want more queer black men who only go for trade or DL niggas or hood niggas, whatever. I want you to know that you're doing more harm than good to yourself. Because these same DL niggas will beat your ass or possibly kill you if they get caught by one of their homeboys. Because they do not, they're using they're using you as an experiment. There's a reason why you're like you're kept in secret. They don't see it as, you know, normal. There's just something that's just play play. As soon as they get caught, And they beat your ass or even shoot because I'm telling you, it's happening like you literally have DL niggas robbing like niggas and like I'm telling their lovers killing them because they don't want to get caught. They don't want their wife or or kids to find out that it's real out here. That's why I'm telling you. I don't go for DL niggas like like, I don't. I'm not going. The first thing I ask them is, are you out? Because if you're not, I'm moving on for my safety.
2: Honestly, and I think that it's um, something that's um, we got to really take that into consideration. Um, oh, and you know what? Another thing that's also going to continue to kill us is outing people. We mentioned it a little bit when we were talking about being in school and literally in Texas. If you find out that the p- child is gay or trans or whatever, you are now have to out them to their parents. So I don't know if any of y'all know who Benzino is. But um, Benzino is somebody who was off of love and hip-hop. Another uh, no-neck nigga. It's not really that important. But unfortunately, <laughs> um, he, um, he was caught with a trans woman, and it was put on video. Um, th- this is the thing. I'll be honest. We've kind of known Benzino to really not, I guess, like gay people or at least not be with that gay shit or whatever, whatever, whatever. I feel like outing people literally causes suicide. And I'm not going to lie. I don't even like Benzino. And I'm a little worried. You got 50 Cent taunting him and shit. Um, All these tweets and all these things are going around. And I'm just like, damn. Apparently that's Koyla Ray's father. I didn't even know that.
3: Oh, wow.
2: That Benzino is Coy LeRae's father. How the fuck? How the fuck? When the fuck?
3: And I really want people, like, because I feel like, is it straight people that's out of here or is it gay folks?
2: I'm pretty... I'm going to have to look up the article.
3: Because sometimes it'll be instances where a cis-head man will, like, sleep a straight man will sleep with a trans woman and then straight folks will be like, see, I told you he was gay. Let me tell you something. If you are a straight man and you are attracted to trans women, that does not make you gay because trans women are women. If that's how that works, I've been on plenty of dates with trans men, meaning women to men. So does that mean that I'm straight all of a sudden? See, that's the thing. You can't reduce people down to the genitalia. I'm attracted to the same gender.
2: Oof. All right. I have the article, guys. Fuck me. All right. The fact that Benzino was outed for being in a relationship with trans model Shawna Brooks on 50 Cent's Instagram, oh, it was 50 Cent, how nice, has been an interesting story to follow. Benzino clapped back at 50 Cent, but the damage may already be done. 50 Cent posted two Instagram videos of Shawna Brooks having a conversation with Benzino about the discomfort he has with their relationship being public knowledge. The first video has the caption, young buck Benzino, just embrace who you are but don't pat nobody but when they score a basket fool lol haha nah for real punk you hear benzino telling brooks i'm just now adapting to this type of world who i was before i'm an alpha male i'm that nigga and yes i'm saying this shit is all new to me and i'm trying to be open-minded about it and then i'm like yo this is crazy the way uh, the way got you looking it's just nah i mean it's not like okay i can't i can't read that shit i'm sorry listen
3: Niggas still stuck on this alpha male bullshit, not realizing that it came from white supremacy. Keep going, girl. Keep going. Okay.
2: (laughs) Listen, I am not going to continue to read his uh, quote. Hold on, because that shit was so hard to follow. Okay, wait. I haven't even looked at that. I haven't even done that. I love porn. I don't watch tranny. Oh, my God. I don't watch T-word porn. I don't watch (laughs) gay porn. But that's just me. I'm old in my ways. I'm a 55-year-old nigga. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. In the second part of the video, um, it has a better visual of Shauna's face with the caption, LOL, oh my god, this guy is crazy. You hear Benzino pleading with Brooks to keep their relationship private because being in a relationship with a transgender woman is new for him. Benzino says, I'm looking bad. You're not looking bad, Shauna. Can't you get that through your head? You just look like a chick trying to fuck with a nigga. I'm looking wrong because... Uh, of what the fuck do I look like trying to mess with a transgender oh my god yeah so 50 cent outed him
3: I cause I have a list of things about 50 cent that but I'm not mm. going to that could be for another show but 50 yeah we're gonna cent have to
2: be a 50 cent That's 50 something. cent has been on my um,
3: sick and shutting list for a while
2: oh my God. I'm sorry, while 50 Cent wasn't the person who directly outed Benzino, here we go. He sure helped spread the word. (laughs) 50 Cent obtained the videos because Brooks secretly recorded their conversations and shared them with her OnlyFans account. Uh, So technically one could say that Shauna outed Benzino. Shauna Brooks responded on her Twitter account saying she didn't mean to out him. She just tired of being kept in the shadows. And used as men's toys on their time. My intent is never to out anybody uh, and anyone, but my truth is always tea. While it's painful to relive publicly, I'm tired of men loving girls like us only behind closed doors and treating us as if we're disposable when it's no longer convenient. They want you to be their toy on their time. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay, guys, what do you think? Our thoughts? (laughs) Let me sound (laughs) like the shape room. Thoughts? Look, come
3: on, Shave Room. Thoughts?
4: <laughs> let's gaslight.
3: <laughs> we know our audience. Let's gaslight. Let Fuck the Shave Room. Oh. I'm still mad at them for what they did to shave room. Every yeah. time something gay happens, or every time something is trending that's gay, the Shave Room knows their audience. The Shave Room knows most of their audience is homophobic black folks, quite frankly. And they put in the caption, thoughts? Bitch, fuck y'all.
2: Oh my god. And of course but I them, want, you know. like, I
3: wish I wish I know we have a long way to go, but I wish we lived in the time where it's like okay, a straight man is with a transgender woman. What's the issue like okay it, it doesn't make him gay, trans transforming all women. I wish it was in a time like that, but we have a long way to go because people still conflate sex and gender. they don't know the difference between sex and gender, and God forbid we get into the conversation of intersex. It's a lot to it.
2: Oh my God, all right. And then of course Benzino has come back and he is saying, my legal team is about to go hammer time on anyone who has defamed my name and legacy. Uh, you know the Tasha Kay situation, right? Okay, watch this, have fun now, pay later. Oh yeah, and why would I laugh at Coy? She's one of the best things that I am. I'm very proud of her and her accomplishments. I don't even know what they were trying to say about his daughter. Okay, and I just wanna say, You guys heard all that, right? That sounds like a man who is struggling with his fucking sexuality. He's really so worried. He's like, Shauna, you're not going to look crazy. I'm going to look crazy. What do I look like fucking with a trans? Oh, my God.
3: As if that's the end of the world.
2: (sighs) But no, but the thing is, in the straight community, that is the end of the world. We still trying to pretend that um, Eddie Murphy don't have a thing for trans for trans women. We're still trying to pretend.
3: That's because we keep. That's because in this society, and the straight community sees transness as like other, as like something like just
4: it's (sighs) just
3: so bad to them. (laughs) Again, if sleeping, if a straight man sleeps with a trans woman, that does not make him gay. Because if that was the case. I would be straight for being with a trans man. That's the problem. Mm. It's getting weird. You keep The first thing that comes to people's minds is genitals. You do know some, like, you can have both female and male chromosomes. You can have both female and male uh, genitalia and hormones. And That's what born that intersex and be born that way. That's what intersex is. So it's like, oh, well, well if you got a dick, then you're a. That's not always the case. Some people have to choose between if they want to keep either or or still keep both of them and still identify as either or when it comes to the sex as well. And same for chromosomes, because they like to use that as well.
2: Oh my. And of course, he did some more clapping back. Yo, 50 Cent, I heard you uh, watch all those Drew and Everett scenes back to back each week. So 50 Cent want to clown me for fucking with the trans community. Someone asking why Power got a gay as hell this season. Um, Keep pushing my buttons, boy, at 50 Cent. You you're not getting any more crab tap hookups. What? Okay, I don't know what's going on. So.
3: Power did get kind of gay. That's the only reason I watched it. (laughs) That's the only reason I watched it. I said, girl, let me skip this episode. Where's the gay shit? I said, girl,
2: let me go ahead and YouTube it. Oh my
6: God! Uh, oh shit, Well There was a situation like that here, where in North Carolina, where a man he was in a gang and he was with a trans woman, and I guess I'm not sure, I guess they must have found out about it, and he ended up killing her. He traveled halfway across the across the state and ended up killing her and burying the body somewhere. And they found her probably like a few years later, right? Wow.
3: And I guarantee you people are like, well, she should have said something. That's the problem. Y'all Y'all don't say nothing. And y'all deserve to die because y'all didn't say nothing. When we know there has been plenty of data, like evidence and proof, trans people are disclosing and are still being killed. This trans woman told this person, this man, this straight man on this dating app that she was trans. He came all the way to her house and just to kill her. So the damn that they do and damn that they don't. It's it's so fucking sick, yo.
2: Wilton.
6: Didn't uh, Sydney Starr lie on... I don't know if y'all heard that. Didn't Sydney Starr lie on Chingy a few years ago about messing around with him? Mm -hmm. And then she said all that was a lie. She said that years later.
2: Yeah. And I don't even know why she did that to... uh, did that um, to Chingy in the first place. But then... Also, everybody's homophobia jumped down. Like, I'm not gay. I would never do that. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Dob, stop, stop, stop. Wilton.
6: Well, the thing, the thing is, he, that man that did that to that trans to that woman, he already knew that she was trans. It wasn't a secret. Yeah. See? Well,
2: they, they, we, they will really think that the only reason, the only reason that they died is because they did not disclose and we literally have proof and statistics that are stating that these women are still disclosing and still dying.
3: And the bar is still in hell because I have been... Trans men have disclosed to me later, and never in my mind I'd say, you know, I think I need to kill this person now, this human. I need to kill this person.
2: The bar is in hell. (laughs)
3: Uh,
2: Satan's frosting. Satan's frosting. Uh, It is... it's, It's just so unfortunate. Um and i also and i really and again i really feel bad for benzino in this moment cuz i know that he is fighting everything that he has been taught um at this very moment and it already sounds like he is obviously struggling and struggling really hard
3: we have a long way to go as um Black people, I say it all the time um, because I think a part of, as Black folks, a part of decolonizing our minds, you have to get rid of your transphobia and homophobia as well because both of those things came from whiteness, white supremacy. So you, I don't care how much work you try to do to decolonize, if that's not included in that, we're never going to move forward as a whole as all Black people.
8: Ever. I
3: hate to tell you, like, again, we have to constantly remind people, like, we have to remind Black folks on this app, hey, you do know that there are Black people that are gay, there are Black people that are trans. Because when we say, hey, this this happened to, well, we're not talking about y'all, we're trying to uh, put Black folks first. Okay, but motherfucker, he's, they're still Black.
2: But, and, and you know what's so funny? They always tell us that we're Black first, but they only see queer first. It's so strange. It's so fucking backwards.
3: You say I'm black first, but you just called me a sissy or a punk at the barber shop. Clearly, but So you see my gayness first and my femininity as first, but you just said you're for all black people, right? You see how that shit works? That's why I would never put either above the other. I'm black and queer at the same time, just like Sydney's black and a woman at the same time. You're not going like, to tell me which one I am first when you're not living in my experience.
2: And how am I so, and I'm just supposed to go ahead and deny some part of myself just so it feels more better and more comfortable for you because you don't want to see what you could be possibly doing to affect my whole entire life. You don't want to know. Come on, man, just stop. Just, I really wish they would stop saying they're pro-Black. You're pro-straight Black people because anybody else, and just, and just say that. Straight Black lives matter. Yep, just be
3: honest because when I talk honest. about you know we have a long way to go when I talk about I told a nigga on this app I said do you know what intersectionality is and he was like what's that another sexual orientation I said oh wow so this is how bad it is you don't even know what intersectionality that has nothing to we that have a long way to heard go
2: ality, that nigga heard ality and he was just like they, 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 they fashioned a new one my god yo Yo, can everybody pass a book to the person beside them for me, please? Like just just get a book, read some, because I swear, this this shit hurts. It hurts my head. Um, but I wanna thank all of you for continuing to to continue to do this with us. I see a lot of the same faces every time we come on here. And I just wanna say it makes me so happy that you know you guys have decided that listening to us is worth something, and that is everything. <laughs> listen to our <laughs> mess. because
6: <laughs> we for real. It's a mess. <sighs>
3: but we really uh, appreciate y'all for tuning in um, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday when we do this. Um, you can also listen to our podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, and Audible, and pretty soon Google and Apple uh, Apple as well. But um, yeah, we really appreciate y'all for listening. This is a Black queer podcast uh, commentating on society and culture from the Black queer perspective. The reason me and Sydney started this podcast is because quite often Black LGBT folks are excluded from many talking points. So that's why we wanted to start this platform.
4: Absolutely. And,
2: and again, giving you guys an arsenal because being queer is African. That's not something they can ever take away from you. Don't period. let them.
3: Absolutely. You can follow me and Sydney on Instagram, which is in both of our bios. And you can follow our Earth is Ghetto podcast Instagram page, Earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. Same for our TikTok as well. And we will see you, hosts, Monday.
2: Absolutely.
5: Bye, bitches.
4: Bye.